So, aside from all the stuff that we're planning this weekend, I am literally looking at that eyesore in my front driveway, and I'm trying to decide what to do with it, because I have a 2017 Kenworth T680 that won't do anything right now. Like, no powering on, no nothing. Like, the lights don't come on for it, the batteries, we've, we've checked, the batteries are fully charged, so there's something electrically now wrong with that truck. This is now the second Kenworth, and this is... And, and once again, of course, nobody's fault and everybody's good. So I don't know. I'm really contemplating what, what my options are with this truck right now, you know. Mm-hmm. So, but uh, we're going to try to get out on the boat this weekend is my hope, your hope, right? Yeah. So it's going to be hot. Yeah. It looks like the further north we go, the less likely there's a chance for rain. Mm-hmm. So uh, oh, I'm fine. Yeah, I don't know where where you were planning on, if you had a plan or anything like that, but yeah, it looks like it's just the... I'll the go hum- up to Oklahoma. <laughs> and I'm like, I just want to go out and have fun. So so I don't care if we go Cedar Creek Reservoir or if we go, you know, north of 20 and go w- whatever we want to do or whatever it's going to be, but I don't want to be in a, I don't want to be around here when it's hot and rainy. That's like, that's the epitome of, if I wanted that, I'd take a shower. You know, so yeah, definitely. <laughs> but, but we got to pack up and everything. You have the girls working on the the boat right now, right? Just getting it set up. So hopefully, somewhere in here, I'll be able to hear the engine, the motor rolling in it. Yeah, I I don't uh, I don't know. It depends on if Nikki's gonna go out there or not. I the girls like Lily, Tammy, and Anna. I just have them focusing on making sure it's clean mm-hmm. that the uh, the cover for it gets taken completely off. You know, and make sure that it's cleaned the way it's supposed to be cleaned, yeah. and making sure the floors and the the seats and everything, and all the stuff that's supposed to be in there is in there, and you know, just that. I have Nikki's supposed to focus more on the uh, engine and power side of things, but because we have the chance of rain, it, it was just it's hard trying to figure out when the best time is to try to charge the batteries mm-hmm. because we don't want to ruin anything by it being rainy. So. <sighs> oh just yeah, just juggling, juggling when the best time is to get all of that done, basically. <laughs> yeah. So and and I just yeah, I I don't care if we go fishing. I just want to be out on the water. I want to go fishing, but I want to go swimming. I want to do both. And so you know, I'm like, if we go to um, Richland Chambers Reservoir or if we go wherever, I just want to be able to get out. I don't care if we go to just Lake Palestine. I don't care if it's raining when we're in the boat. I genuinely don't. <laughs> like I'm like, we have a cover. For for a reason, so it is what it is, and plus there's like three bridges that we can go underneath if we want to, to just go hang out there and mm-hmm. honestly tie up and just say, yeah, we're just going to be relaxed here, you know, and just, I'm, I'm good with that, I'm absolutely good with that, so anyway, look at it, so, and uh, yeah, so with that said, welcome to a special Free for All Friday on the Stupid Podcast on Everything's Afternoon Dive, where I'm Joey. And I'm Kiki. And we talk about everything. And nothing. All at the same time. So, this is going to be talking about an everything. So, for those of you who don't know, I am a, I, I, well, I have been, up until recently, I was a trucker. And uh, medically, I'm down right now. And that's because my blood pressure is too high. And my blood pressure is dangerously too high. And my doctor happens to pass by my house every day and says if he sees me out, um, he will basically revoke uh, my medical card 
and I will never be able to drive again versus just right now trying to get my blood pressure down. And it's not an easy thing for me to do because I live a high stress lifestyle because the people around me just make my life stressful. And I'm going to specifically talk about my Kenworth. Now, I did a lot of research in in what I was going to get. I have over a million miles under my belt. I'm well past the million mile club. When you met me, I was truck driving for a different company. I was driving in a Volvo. I'd already been in an international and in a Freightliner at that point. I've been in several different Volvos. I've been, you know, just I've been in several different trucks. I've been in everything from long boys and W900s to, you know, and and I decided after doing all the research and everything else and everybody that I talked to that I wanted to go ahead and get a Kenworth. I wanted to get a T680 because they were the mid-range for Kenworth and they were, you know, everybody was telling me how great they were. Well, I went to several different dealerships and found out that all Kenworths are basically Kenworth, right? Mm -hmm. And MHC Kenworth is Kenworth and that's literally, that's that's the way that, that you get it. So I got a hold of the directory and I, and you know, and I got the truck and I mean, I saw the truck, I saw the truck I wanted, the color I wanted and everything. And it was up in Illinois or I'm sorry. Yeah, it was in Illinois. And I was down here in, in, you know, in Texas and talked back and forth to the representative cause they don't call them salesmen, which they just should. Mm-hmm. Um, and said, Hey, I just want to know what's wrong with this truck. And to which they said, what? Nothing. Nothing was wrong with this truck. Everything was perfect on this truck. They actually had 47, actually, because I remember the listing. There were 47 pictures of this truck. Inside, out, the cab, the seats, everything looked great, right? Mm -hmm. I was like, this is a good-looking truck. Okay, I like this truck. It was a good price. It wasn't a great price, but it was a good price. I said, all right. I need to know the maintenance. I need to know if there's any history or anything that needs to be fixed or anything that has been fixed on this truck. And no, no, there's nothing, right? Nothing was wrong with this truck. Remember, mm-hmm. I had five trucks that I had taken to this guy and was was emailing back and forth and was told, you know, and went through it and found that this was the best truck. The only downside of this truck is I'd have to get up to Illinois. Not bad for me because I was the company I was driving for. I was a company driver at the time. I had one of their trucks. At this point, I had an international, and I hated that thing, mm-hmm. right? Because I'd already gone through three Freightliners with them. Um, one Freightliner was okay, but I knew no- that Freightliners were notorious for you get that you know half a million mile mark, and Freightliners start living up to their name of Freight Shakers. And this thing was getting there, and we were at what three hundred forty when we turned it in, right? I have it was no like idea. yeah, it was like three hundred forty. When we turned it in, it was starting to shake, right? Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, yeah, there's nothing to do about that. That's what happens when you use vinyl clips on, you know, your fuel lines, your electrical lines, and stabilize, blah, blah, blah. I was like, okay. And on top of that, they had been promising that they were going to give us a Volvo this entire time. Right, which is exactly what I had wanted. I'd want, look, and I, and there's a whole stigma for truckers that Volvos are for people who, you know, wear flip-flops and sandals and, you know, don't speak English. But I will tell you right now, the Volvo families are absolutely beautiful trucks. Anybody who rides in one knows that that is a truck that you can stay out in for weeks, never need a hotel room, and be absolutely content and, and happy with, okay? So that truck was was great. The Volvos that I've driven, my, my first Volvo I drove into the ground. I put, you know, it was ov- well over almost 2 million miles on that truck, 
and I put, you know, another 200,000 miles into that truck and drove it to the point where my boss surprised me with a brand new truck, right? And I was like, holy crud, okay, awesome. So beautiful VNL. Um, but he and I had a falling out when he tried to withhold money from me because that's not the way it works um, over something that he told me to do and I didn't agree with it in the first place. And you're not going to give me repercussions for it. That's just not how it happens. And I know, you know, from experience with people, the longer that they go without giving you your money, the less likely you're ever going to get your money. Mm -hmm. That's just the way it works. So anyways, so we decided on this truck. 2016 Kenworth T680, uh, 300,000 or yeah, 300,000 miles on it, just under 300,000 miles on it was a lease return and there was nothing wrong with this truck. And I was like, okay, perfect. And I'm like, I'm sure. Yeah. don't worry if there's anything wrong with the truck, we'll take care of it. Right. Mm-hmm. That's what they told us. Okay. So put my down payment down, right? Got the financing, got everything in place, went and grabbed, went up to grab this truck. And the very first thing when I got this truck was the keys didn't fit in the door. Yep. Kenworth, these guys telling me that they worked on the truck that went through in it, this ridiculous multi-point inspection, hundreds of points, blah, blah, that they went through, but they didn't have a key that fit in the door. And they weren't surprised about it. What was their answer to bring out? What did they bring out? They brought out like, you know, 200 keys or some crap like that. It was a ring with a bunch of keys on it to try to figure out which key worked and then get me a duplicate of that key. And that's what they did. So and then I get in the truck and the engine light is on. And I'm like, hey, the engine light is on. And the mechanic tells me, oh, probably because the truck's been sitting around for a while. I was like. Well, that's not what I was told. I was told this thing was just put into inventory, you know, and it was moved over there. And he's like, and the mechanic looks at me like, uh, uh, cause it listed as new in inventory and I didn't go into like the Wayback machine online. So I was just like, okay, it just seemed weird. So I'm like, yeah, but the check engine light is on. And he's like, oh, okay. He goes, yeah, I'll fix that. Go ahead and just pull it in. It's probably just because it's been sitting and I'll, you know, I'll, I'll reset it and you'll be fine. First truck, blinded guy, like, okay. So he resets it, and sure enough, the engine light is gone. And now finally, and I've been there, we were there for what at this point? Like three hours, right? Yeah. You know, it was three friggin' hours. And then they sat there, and they're like, okay, truck's ready to go. And we got all everything, so I got my keys. The guys are like, hey, you want to take your picture? And like, no, I'm not that kind of person. I don't do that. I don't buy a car and, like, take my picture of a memory. No, it's it's not a memory to me. It's It's a tool. I don't take my picture when I buy a hammer. I'm not going to take my picture when I buy a truck, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, I liked the truck. I was happy about the truck. And we got in the truck. We got our trailer. And then we got all the, the stuff for the company that I work for uh-huh. and got all the stickers and everything on it and took the truck. And the first load that we got was back to Texas. We needed to load back to Texas because we wanted to load up the truck, right? Uh-huh. Um, and so we got our load back to Texas. And on the way down, what happened? I don't remember. The light came back on. Okay. So the check engine light came back on in the middle of the drive. And I was like, okay. And so went and called up my sales guy because that's it from now on. And I will remember his name. I have it written down somewhere. I'm going to talk about it later. Called him up and said, hey, my truck's not working. And he sat there. I I said, the check engine light came on. And I said, and these guys didn't have keys for me. So I have this one key in it for for right now. And he's like, oh, okay, no problem. Oh, no, no. We didn't get the keys up there. They didn't have the keys up there. So we had to come driving down with the truck unlocked. Remember? 
We, they didn't have the keys up there. We had to come down to Fort Worth to get the key. And then he had a mechanic he was going to have us take it to that was going to get that got us the key, right? Re, uh, keyed it to get us the key and was going to fix the check engine light. And we had a little list of, of like 14 or 15 things that weren't right with the truck. Yeah, right? I remember the one that was bugging me was the fact that the lift for the bed was broken. So you couldn't lift the bed. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It just falling yeah. on your head. Yeah, the the piston on it was yeah. the the piston on it was not working. So so they 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 fixed several things, right? The mirror, oh the mirror, remember the mirror was uh it was cracked and wouldn't move. And it was like, but it wasn't cracked, but it was cracked. Apparently it was cracked from behind, but you didn't see it, but whatever that was stopped it from doesn't matter. They fixed that. Okay. Yeah, and they replaced our spot mirrors too just as like a courtesy. Mhm. Yeah, just, you know, and so everything was like, okay, cool. So they got us all the stuff. We got home, we loaded up the truck. And, you know, we, we got the inverter and it got everything in it. We were happy. And it was like, and again, the check engine light came on about two days, three days. Wasn't even two days, three days. Out, check engine light comes on. Then the truck says it needs to be regen. It says, you know, regen's required. It's like, oh, okay. So check engine light probably came on because I need to do a regen. The truck wouldn't regen. Since I've owned this truck, not once have I ever been able to get a regen out of it. I have to, I've had to take it in to cancel. So I, okay, I'll go through this. So I go and I run a load and I have to cancel my next load because I'm running, just so everybody understands, I run federally regulated hazmat loads. I'm running, you know, dangerous stuff. Okay. Everything is placarded up the hilt. When you guys see somebody that's got multiple placards sitting on their truck, you know, that's me, you know, I'm that guy. And so the check engine light comes on. I, I, don't know what to do. I, it says it needs a regen. I take it to a Loves. Loves hooks it up, and they get a regen, and they're like, hey, it didn't finish its regen, but it doesn't say you need a regen anymore. So I called up Longview Kenworth. This is on my way um, back home and wasn't as long a wait to get work done, and they said, oh, yeah, no problem. We handle warranty work. Okay, good. So we get there, and did they cover it under warranty? No. Did they fix the problem Mm -mm. they what did they tell me they told me literally oh yeah well the truck doesn't need a regen right now you can't regen it then did you guys regen it oh we hooked it up but it won't successfully regen because it doesn't need a regen and they charged me for it yeah you know and i was like are you kidding why are you charging me for this this truck you guys just sold me it still has the paper from your mechanic on the floor in the driver's side. Like, okay, fine. So I paid for it. And then I got home, loaded up, came back out, and boom, truck needed a regen, right? Mm-hmm. I went down to Deer Park, uh, Deer Park, Texas, grabbed a load, started driving up. Now, I was lucky because this load was a nice, easy load going to Rhode Island, right? And I had four days to run this load. No big deal. I'm creative. I'll get there in a day and a half, right? Mm-hmm. So I get up to them again. I say, okay, now it says it needs a regen, right? And get into Longview, and the guys go and they hook it up to the computer, and they couldn't effing regen it. And they charged me again. And I'm like, okay. This is under warranty, so I call, I believe his name is Scott. I call Scott, tell him, this is, an, this is an issue. I am not happy with this at all. 
you know, these guys are telling me it's not part of the warranty. I'm like, I bought this truck. You guys told me there's no problems with it, right? Mm-hmm. So get go out, finish my load, get a couple of loads, come back, because once again it does it. I come directly to his yard, and I say, fix it. Fix this damn thing. And the fix ended up being that they never fixed it. Ever. Not once. And here's the thing. I spent four grand in Longview, and they didn't fix it overall, right? Mm-hmm. Longview, it just prolonged it. Because then once I took it back out to Longview, they, fi- they worked on it, quote-unquote fixed it, and it worked for three months. Then I get, uh, you know, I'm out there and I'm running it, and now I've gotten into this routine of if it says I need to do a regen, I just pull up to a truck stop, go to the mechanic, say, hey, can you hook up the computer? Here's 100 bucks cash. Hook up the computer and just run the regen the best you can, right? Mm-hmm. That's all we were doing the entire time. And then the truck started losing power. It's like, okay, this is absolutely ridiculous. And we couldn't just leave it idle. And my C- APU never worked, ever. Yeah. Ever. Um, and I'm just sitting there, and I'm, I'm just really upset at this point. So truck decides it's, it's going to stop working while we're in Cheyenne, Wyoming, middle of nowhere. But there just happens to be a Kenworth nearby. Okay? This is the first big one, right? So I'm there with with uh, Wooly and he and I are there and it's like and the truck is done. Like it is just it's derated. It's not going anywhere. No matter what I do, you know, we pulled it to three different truck stops trying to get it to get them to force it a regen. It wouldn't force a regen. Get to Wyoming. They charge me ten thousand effing dollars, but guarantee me that the problem is fixed. Just like I'd heard from Longview. Right? Just a few months before, I'd heard this from Longview. Did they fix it? Nope. Nope. $10,000 later, I got 60 miles from those bastards. And they sat there and they said, oh, well, bring it on back, but we're going to have to charge you more money. You told me that this was going to fix the problem. It didn't. How am I paying you more money? Well, because it's not related to the problem you had in Longview. I can't regen my truck. My truck derates. It won't go. That's the problem I had in Longview. Yes. That's the problem I'm having here. Yes. They're not related. No. So. Okay. I'm back to going to the truck stops and doing the regens. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's like, fine, fine. I'll just do the regen every other day. A couple hundred bucks that I'm a few hundred bucks. I'm spending a week. At least I'm able to run right now. That's what I'm going to do. Meantime, like, hey, guys, what do I get to do about this? What do I get to do about this? What do I get to do about this? Right mm-hmm. now, fast forward to this problem being a continual thing. And my truck right now, right now, at the time of this recording is in Las Vegas. Why? Because it did the same damn thing. Take it to Vegas. The guys say, hey, it's going to be $11,000 to fix the truck. I am in this truck now for $30,000 in just repairs. And they tell me it's going to be $11,000 to fix this truck. And I'm sitting there going, is it going to be fixed? Yeah, 100%. We know what's wrong with it. We know exactly. Okay, that's what I've been told twice before multiple times before because little mechanics and things like that I tried to take it to for the same thing thinking maybe it was just Kenworth but no and they said yep we'll have it fixed right we'll have it fixed for you it'll be ready for you in a week cool there's a Penske dealership around the corner so we went and did a rental we're like we'll do a rental for a week for Penske right Mm -hmm. okay nope 
Nope. No. Here's here's the logic in this. They call up my wife and tell her, hey, we put it back together and there's still a leak. So we should have looked at the head. We didn't look at the head. And uh, we'll look at it to see if we did something wrong. But if we didn't, you're going to have to pay us another $4,000 on top of what you've already paid to get this fixed. To which my response was, no, you effing shysters. Because, you know what, go ahead and take it down. And I'm going to guarantee you're going to say, oh, yep, it wasn't our fault. It's yours. Give us another $4,000. And they sat there and said, okay, well, no problem. It does work and it is running. And it's running just fine right now. You're just going to have this problem in the future. Me, I don't care. Fix it. I'm not giving you another cent. You liars. I am sick of you at this point, right? And it's like, so they put it together, tell her, then call her up and tell her that it's running, it's working, no problem. Come get it, right? So Amy gets there, and guess what? It's still in fucking D rate. They didn't take it out. Amy looked at the odometer from where she turned it in. They didn't drive it a single effing mile after they put it back together. To tell her that it was ready. And now Amy had to take a stupid crap load, a fuel load from California to Vegas just to be able to go get the truck and switch it out. Now she's taking a fuel load back to Ve- uh, from Vegas back out to California because these asshats couldn't get it right and the truck won't even run. So told her to, you know what, stick with the rental. That's costing me $2,000 a week. Right now, I already lost two loads because of it. Now I'm losing another load because of that, because I had a load that was going from California to the East Coast and was going to be my $10,000 weekend run. Good. But now I can't even do that. They're trying to find a $500 load to get back to California. Otherwise, in two hours from now, she's going to have to drive out deadhead just to be able to grab things. Just to be able to grab a load. And hopefully we clear seven grand for the week, which after fuel and everything else will be about a thousand dollars. You Ah Their answer, Kenworth's answer, is continually and repeatedly throwing a finger at me. I will never own another Kenworth. I will never recommend buying a Kenworth. If you are listening to this and you are thinking about buying a new or used truck, let me explain to you. Kenworth parts are always multiple days out. Kenworth parts are never the parts that are the right parts. How many times did we wait? How many times have we waited between uh, Wyoming and even even Stinking Longview when they ordered the wrong parts? Oh, that happened like every single time. Oh, we don't have the right part. We don't have the filter. For your oil change. Remember that one? Yep. I got held up because you guys didn't have the filter. You guys have been lying to me since the day I bought this truck. I and and and, and other people are like, oh no, I haven't had that problem. Wow. Okay. So no, is it just me? So I was like, all right, well, no big deal. So I'm gonna go to the Better Business Bureau site. And I'm gonna look up Kenworth. Alright, so there we go. Oh, hey, look. Out of five stars, what do you think they have? Two. 1.33. Okay? They have 1.33. 
Oh, let's let's take a look at their reviews. I, I'm sure that you know they're not going to be legitimate reviews. Um, let's see. I've had three different experiences with them in three different places because my truck was broke down three different times in just a couple of months. I bought the truck, which wasn't a, which wasn't the truck that I had put an effing down payment on to hold. The guy laughed in my face when I told him it was it was the uh, and told. When I told him it was the right truck after I drove it from blankety blank blank to pick up the truck. Okay? I promise I was so excited until I got there and the truck had blankety blank more miles than than the one I had picked. I had a trans air leak on the truck that I had paid blankety dollars to get repaired. I can't even make money with the truck because it makes such a loud noise when I let off the gas. Um, number one's not gas, so... Anyways, in the and in the transmission, and I can't even stop to get it fixed because I have a 28, 24 month. Okay, I have 28, 2,824 month payment. I oh oh okay. I have a payment of two thousand eight hundred and twenty four dollars a month, and I can't afford to stop and get it fixed without going into a financial bind. Thanks, MHC. You guys blanked my life up for the next 46 months long story short terrible place to spend your money your hard-earned money and and start your business you know what i'm gonna just start reading these reviews and i'm just gonna start sharing them because this is these reviews are are absolutely insane blanking truck was has been in the kenworth uh in blank because uh better business bureau doesn't want to say where for 10 days they're telling me it's eight thousand dollars to change the deaf dozer they told me I was finished twice. Truck still throwing up the exact same codes. Now they tell me the radiator is cracked. I have a fuel line leak. And the truck is still at the shop until they figure out who is going to pay. Either them or me. They never gave author- never got authorization from myself or from blank. And it takes 24 hours for MHC to even answer an email or call back. I've been up there three times. It the play, It's like the place is closed down on the weekends. They say 24-7, but there is no way that they can make a decision on the weekend. They are literally killing my business. Let me go to the next one. I'm sure it'll be better. Oh, wait. my tr- You know what? I'm going to just start reading these as part of my morning. I, I swear. I'm just going to start reading. Do not buy Kenworth. Don't. If you want a real truck, don't buy Kenworth. I'm done. Kenworth is absolutely a nightmare. They're older trucks. Def is, is, a, is an absolute joke. And because of that, my truck doesn't run. Rip out the deaf system. Rip it out. I'm sick of it. I know, I know. DOT, FMCSA will freak out and if they catch it, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, great. But you know what? That'll still cost me less than the amount of money I have lost on these loads. I can literally calculate that I have lost $70,000 in loads plus the repairs on this truck because of it. I lost my number one hazmat client because of this truck. It isn't me. All my maintenance has been there. I've been taking my, my truck in for its oil changes and everything else. And I have tried my best and I have tried and I've tried. And you know what? They don't care. They do not care. I'm telling you right now, I'm filing a, a complaint with the better business bureau. I am sharing this everywhere everywhere we're going to put it as in as many places as possible and i'm going to see if if kenworth actually has anything worth of any level of integrity to take care of this and i'm not even going to talk about my truck that's in my front 
in my front lo- uh, yard, well, my driveway, <laughs> that I can't use right now. That literally, I've had it for how long? Less than a year? Yeah, I, I, it hasn't been long at all, yeah. I could say that. So just an absolute waste. Kenworth T680s are absolute waste. I, I had a computer that's been on back order for how long? And that's and that's just for that that's just for the freaking AC control. I'm I'm sick of it. I'm sick of Kenworth. So if you listen to this, I would love to see your comments. I would love you to share this. I would love you to help me get this around to as many people as possible because I am tired of truckers being screwed. If you have a story, I want you to tell me. I will share it because I'm tired of truckers being screwed. I am tired of us being screwed by the DOT. I'm tired of us being screwed by dealerships. I'm tired of us being screwed by the very manufacturers who are supposed to be, hey, we want to be with you for the long haul. Yeah, because you're going to be in debt for the rest of your life. I'm done with it. You got a nightmare about international, Freightliner, Peterbilt, Mac, whoever. Let me know. Tell me. Because I have been way more than patient. And now I've got a truck that is not working right now. Oh, oh, the big thing. When my wife showed up and the truck wasn't moving, you know what they said? Hmm. And literally the D-rate and everything's there. They're like, oh, well, we'll look at it in an hour and a half and we'll let you know. That attitude. So enjoy your weekend. And whenever you're listening to this, please share it. Please share it everywhere. I'm going to have a complaint. I'm going to be filing a complaint. I'm going to be talking about the complaint. This is going to be something I talk about because this is actually important because this is destroying my life just trying to help. So that said, have a great weekend. Can't wait to see you until next week. And until then. Don't forget to hit that follow button on whatever you're listening from. Like our podcast page on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter. You can find all of that in our link tree in the description. And don't forget to give our website or visit. That would be stupidpodcastoneverything.com. And I will be putting updates and everything here on our website as well as all of our social media. Thank you very much. And have a great weekend. Peace out with your peace out. Bye.